live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Thank you very much for being here tonight. God bless you. Uh, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty there in the beginning of the show, getting it going. Um, hence... You don't get an introduction, um, the introduction video that you're normally used to getting uh, here tonight. But it is what it is. Sometimes you deal with technical issues. Sometimes you don't. Either way, thank you for being here tonight. God bless each and every one of you. You are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV live from America. And I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot, brought to you. From the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire, it is a pleasure and an honor to be here with you every single day. God bless you and thank you so much. Um, I want to start out today with uh, the cold open video that I was going to start out with right away, but it is Joe Rogan on his, uh, on his Joe Rogan Experience podcast, and he's talking about the deep state. He's talking about the Democrats being the deep state. He's talking about the stolen election, the Hunter Biden laptop, and all of this while he is exclusively on Spotify, which has censored numerous conservatives, myself included, when I was on the Spotify Anchor podcast for talking about the stolen election. So the fact that Joe Rogan, who has more viewers for one show than all the mainstream media outlets and shows combined, and that includes Tucker Carlson, ladies and gentlemen, said this on his podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience. Amazing, beautiful, and perfectly timed in this, <laughs> in this crazy um, political... S- storm that we're in today check this out the media and the government is pretty apparent especially left-wing media and left-wing government it's pretty apparent that there's there's some narratives that get shared back and forth and they they have talking points and they don't talk about things they're not supposed to like the hunter biden laptop story or something that's actual news just gets crazy 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 story because if that was the donald trump jr laptop holy would that lead every night I mean, this whole Russia collusion story has turned out to be completely nonsense. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. That was three and a half years the American public was getting beat down with the Russia collusion thing. And it wasn't real. And it was it was created. Yeah. It was created yeah. by the Democratic Party. Maybe that's not the exact thing, but it was created by, the, by people that were insiders yeah. in the Democratic Party. Yeah, and no one's being held accountable. No one's going to jail for it. But they were trying to literally impeach Trump for some they made up but it's look trump's not a perfect guy this is not a pro-trump speech i think it's safe to say trump is not a perfect, not a perfect guy. guy but this <laughs> this this thing that he kept saying about the deep state it's real yeah it's 100 percent real they the, the the swamp is real the swamp is definitely they're real. real monsters and they were really trying to get rid of them by lying like they were not spending their time trying to make the government work efficiently and make the country a better place for everyone and prop up the middle class. No, they were trying to regain power and they got it with a dead man. They have to have facts and they have to show you why they come to these conclusions. CNN doesn't have to do that because they're not really news. They're entertainment news that supports the left-wing narrative, which is why Kyle Kalinske and and Jimmy Dore, they all talked about the Hunter Biden laptop. Mm -hmm. Everybody did. Everybody did that was talking about news, because it was news. CNN was like, what, laptop, huh? Laptop, there's a laptop? I heard nothing about a laptop. I haven't heard anything. And that has, obviously the Hunter, Hunter Biden laptop that that could have swayed the election. Yeah, that thing is insane. Yeah, that thing is insane. He's got a f- bank account on his dad. It's insane. Yeah, the collusion between the media and the government is pretty apparent, especially left wing media and left. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Rogan on the Joe Rogan Experience dropping truth bombs, actual truth bombs. That now here's the frustrating part about that. Okay, first of all, if you're just joining in, Rumble. This video, um, but here's the here's the uh, the part that gets to me is 
I've been saying this for two years, three years. You guys have been saying this. Anybody in their right mind who is literally cutting edge at the tip of the spear on this news every single day, you've been saying this. What's great about this is when people with large platforms like Joe Rogan, who have upwards of 12 million people watching each show, like Elon Musk, who's got over 100 million Twitter followers, owns Twitter now, these people coming out, I've said it a million times, these people coming out and saying what they're saying is going to wake up a generation. It is going to wake up a a generation. The bells of this will ring for generations to come because of the influence that they have over the millions of people that watch, follow, and listen to them every single day. This is good for us. This is something that we needed. Not only did we need to build that alternate social media universe, not only did we need to build that alternate credit card processing universe, not only did we need to build that alternate news platform universe, but when in order for us to come back and take the, those <clears throat> those companies, CNN over, uh, take a uh, big tech over, take over uh, the mainstream media, we have to have big voices, and we got those now. We have those big voices. <clears throat> Look at Rumble. Look at all the big voices that have went exclusive to Rumble in the last six months. Big voices, huge inspirational uh, voices, whether you like them or not, whether you agree with them or not. Because in the end, what they're trying to do is do the same thing that you and I are trying to do. It's wake people up. Unfortunately, people like Joe Rogan, as big as he is, is not on the cutting edge of politics. You know what I mean? Elon Musk, as big as he is, these guys are not on the cutting edge of politics. They don't know this world that we're in. Okay? But it's nice to see them finally come around. The, uh, the, the, the generation that is, that is being woke up today, woken up today, not woke, woken, awakened, I should say, awakened, is uh, a generation that's, that has their finger on the pulse of America politically. And that's what we want. That's what we need. That's exactly what we need. So that's big news. And uh, I'm glad that we, uh, we were able to start to show off like that. Now, we've got some birthdays in the house. So let's get the birthdays. <clears throat> Here we are. Carol Manglona. Carol Manglona. It is her birthday today. Uh, it is also, hold on, we got another birthday here as well. Uh, Mike Hosangs asked if we could give his daughter Isabella a birthday uh, shout out. So what we're going to do, it's Carol and Isabella. All right. So here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Carol and Isabella. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. God bless you guys. Um, and we, we, we love the fact that you love the show and that you're dedicated to watching the show. And uh, I'm glad we were able to get that out for you today. Now, we've got a couple prayer requests here um, from the LFA family. And I always hate to give, you know, the bad news about what's going on in our family, in our LFA family. But this is how we help each other out. We got to get the word out. Just like we got to get the, the, the political word out, we've got to get the spiritual word out, and we've got to get the word out about our LFA family. This is a prayer request <clears throat> from Mary Ann, who says, I was laid off the night before my 65th birthday. I was laid off unexpectedly on the eve of my 65th birthday on Saturday. I tried to find your 5 p.m. show, and it didn't come up as I was trying I was, I was trying in the car to play it on my radio verse, uh, via Bluetooth. I have an interview in 45 minutes with a recruiter. Please pray for me that I find a job. It is tough to go through the holidays without income. I had to go to the store yesterday, and I could only look and had to leave. I've always been a generous contributor to the show while I was working. Please pray for me. Uh, Marianne, we are going to, uh, we are going to release... $250 from the Slurp Fund. Eli, if you can kind of just write that down. Uh, Marianne, we're going to release $250 from the Slurp Fund for you. This is why we do this. This is why we have a Slurp Fund. We just raised over $3,000 for Terry Sue, who's in the chat right now. Um, and we're sending that check out to her. We've been able to send Lisa and Sterling uh, Nakan $4,500. We are far over th- $70,000 this year where we've helped people out. And this is why we do this. 
This is why we do this. So we're going to $250 out of the Slurp Fund from Marianne. Uh, Debbie, ladies and gentlemen, good morning. I first want to say I love the show. I work from home and listen to you while I work, and I previously reached out to you about our situation. And this is Debbie Groover, ladies and gentlemen. My uh, my fiancé had gotten addicted to pain medication, unbeknownst to me, drained our accounts and our bills, became astronomical. Had an eviction on our home because of four months of unpaid rent. Uh, he took care of all of our bills and banking, which is why I had no clue what was going on. He stopped but relapsed. He is now receiving professional help and is working again. My eyes have been open and I've learned so much about addiction. I've never come across this in my 56 years. I have two grandchildren that live with me. One is 10 and the other is 18 months. We are desperately trying to get on our feet. Still behind on the water bill, which is sky high. Yes, ours as well. He is presently working six days to help try to recoup some money. We also have a vehicle that is going to be taken. We need that vehicle bad. I use it to take my grandson to school and our doctor appointments. Christmas is going to be a tough one for sure. I just want to make sure our grandchildren are happy and not have to worry about our adult issues, which we have kept from, our 10 year, from my 10-year-old son. It's not his to worry about. If anything, can you please pray for us that we get back on our feet, moving forward to get our lives back on track, Debbie. Debbie, we are going to release... $500 for you. That's a total of $750 to help with Christmas for you guys, to help with bills. That's $750. Ladies and gentlemen, you often ask how I know this stuff is real. Trust me, we would not be uh, sending money that you guys donate to people that don't, that are not real. And in nine times out of 10, you'll hear them say thank you right in the chat. So we are going to release $750 for those LFA family members around this Christmas season and in hopes that it helps them out and that the Holy Spirit accompanies that donation right along with, uh, with the check and, and helps them out. So uh, thank you guys all very much for all you do. Thank you for, do for the donations. Thank you for helping out. So far right now, we've got uh, $3 donations from Melissa, $10 from Majorza, uh, Majorva, uh, $50 from Hexlean72 from Ariane. Thank you. $10 for, from Darlene, $10 from Rob Girl, $10 from Lem, $10 from uh, Melissa, another $50 from, from, uh, from Hexlean. You see how we take care of each other, ladies and gentlemen? We never, ever, I wish we could take care of everybody. And there are a lot of people out there who are, are asking and we just not have seen it yet or who asked and we maybe oversaw it. We try to get to everybody. The Lord directs our steps and this is how we keep each other lifted up. Okay, let's go to Jesus calling, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to Jesus calling. Tomorrow, I have a, a long letter here from somebody that we got a letter from today. And um, we're going to read that tomorrow on Rise Up because we really need prayers and, and ladies and gentlemen, right along with these donations, please pray for these people because that is more powerful than anything. This December 6th evening version. Here we go. I am your living redeemer. Since you were bought at such an immeasurable price, I want, to glorif I want you to glorify me in your body and in your spirit. You glorify me in your body by taking good care of yourself and abstaining from immorality. You glorify me in spirit by delighting in me Above all else, the world contains such beauty and many, and many sources of enjoyment, but I outshine them all. From Job 19, 25 through 27, I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes. 1 Corinthians 6.20 For you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in spirit, which are God's. 1 Corinthians 6.20 And before you turn out the light, tonight, when you go to bed, in my name, joyfully engage in the healthy pleasures of this life. Your life is a gift from me. Think about that. He wants you to engage in the health, healthy pleasures of this life. The healthy pleasures of this life. That is what God wants you to do, ladies and gentlemen. 
He wants you to have fun. He wants you to love life. He wants you to enjoy the great things of life. He wants you to have uh, pleasures, just not bad and guilty pleasures. Check this out, ladies and gentlemen. Look at all of the donations that, have coming in, that are coming in. Ellie May, $120 for Mary. I am 60 and my work was almost disappeared totally. I am self-employed, but I do have some work. May God bless you abundantly. He has uh, blessed me as well. Look at this greatness, folks. Look, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry there. Sorry. Scrolled up too much. Look at this greatness. This is the power of the LFA family. And if you have not experienced this or if you are new, welcome. And please make sure you rumble this video. All that is is a like. Share it if you can. Let's get it to uh, let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Lord's Prayer. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Big shout out to all of you watching live. Big shout out to everybody who's trying to get us to that 2,000 Rumbles. Big shout out to Rumble for all the beautiful gear they sent us. You're ready. I'm ready. Let's get going. Please lift up your cups. Let's have our first slurp. Special counsel, Jack Smith, loser. You guys all know special counsel Jack Smith. He was appointed by um, Merrick Garden Gnome Garland, right? To go after Donald J. Trump. Truly a loser. loser. You're a loser. I'm a loser. Yes, you are. And I'm not what I appear to be. Special counsel Jack Smith has expanded his fishing expedition by sending out subpoenas to Arizona, to Michigan, to Wisconsin. The officials in these states have been subpoenaed for all of their communications with Donald J. Trump related to the 2020 election. Is there a bigger loser than special counsel Jack Smith? As a matter of fact, Jack Smith is such a loser that every case that he has ever, ever tried in court has been, every major case anyway, has been overturned in either a federal court, an appellate court, or by the Supreme Court. That's how much of a loser special counsel Jack Smith is. That's not going to stop him from being a loser. He has expanded that fishing expedition into the Arizona, Michigan, and Wisconsin officials for all their communications with Trump. So Biden's Justice Department is actually working to bar Trump from running for office. That is their only hope. If you can't cheat him, if you can't beat him, cheat him. If you can't beat him, cheat him. And since they know that we are keen to their cheating ways and that we are going to um, do everything that they're doing but in a legal manner to make sure that they never cheat on a scale like that with, ma- with mail-in ballots again. Um, because if, if they're going to play the mailing ballot game, we're going to play it right along with them. And we have some tricks up our sleeves that we're not going to say on this national show. We have some tricks up our sleeves that we're not going to let the Democrats know that we're doing. Some people are working behind the she- scenes to make sure that we play on the same level playing field in a legal way, but kind of the same way mirroring what they're doing. However, that's not going to stop them from trying to get him uh, banned from running for office. Now, recall Biden's corrupt attorney, General Merrick Garland, Garden Gnome Garland, um, last month appointed this loser, uh, Jack Smith, to investigate whether Trump committed any crimes. Of course, this only happens in America, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in, the, in, in, this, in the year of 2022, almost 2023, where we just investigate people for nothing until we find something wrong. Yeah, okay. We're a third world country now. Yeah, anyway. The special counsel investigation will focus on whether Donald Trump broke any laws when he took the White House records to Mar-a-Lago and any other part of the probe is, uh, is related to January 6th. However, according to the Washington Post, the WAPO, <laughs> bunch of morons over there as well, Jack Smith has now expanded his investigation into looking into Trump's efforts to fight the massive 2020 election fraud operation in key swing states. By the way, anybody heard from Letitia James lately? Hmm. Guess all these people investigating Trump just end up falling off like dead flies after a while. The investigation is targeting specific counties in swing states such as Maricopa County, which is ground zero for massive Democrat election fraud. Quote, the Arizona subpoenas was addressed to Maricopa County's elections department, 
while the Wisconsin versions were addressed to the Milwaukee and Dane clerks. All seek communication from June 1st, 2020 through June, uh, January 20th, 2021. The subpoenas were issued by Jack Smith and signed by Assistant U.S. Attorney Matt Burke. And they're, and they're dated November 22nd, just days after Merrick Gardenome Garland appointed Jack Smith as special counsel, counsel which um, means he wasted no time getting to work. These are the first known subpoenas issued by this new special loser. Um, so obviously what they're trying to do is they're trying to get any kind of communication that might that might tip it into their favor to say he violated X, Y, and Z. He is now unable to run for the presidency of the United States. If you can't beat him, cheat him. All this is doing is wasting time and money. Do you want to know why? Because they're not going to find anything, not because Donald Trump has some magical way of waving that wand that Obama talked about and getting rid of the the crimes. The crimes don't exist. They would truly have to manufacture a crime like they tried to do with Russiagate. How did that work out for you? Please remind me. Is Trump in prison? Is this the beginning of the end? Are the walls closing in? Is this finally what is going to get him? Or does that sound more like Michael Avenatti to me? Oh, sorry. Sorry. That guy's busy picking up the soap right now. He cannot come to the... F- <laughs> sorry. Um... Michael Avenetti is busy. Uh, he cannot come to the phone right now. He's busy picking up the soap. Please call back at your earliest convenience, right? <laughs> oh, checking in with Michael Avenatti, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Any- <laughs> anyway, they're not going to find anything because there's no there there. That's why. There is no there there. Trump don't even do his own taxes, pays accountants to do that, says Bushy. Amen. Amen. Trump was to pay $1.6 million, says Michelle. Oh, I thought they wouldn't give funding to special counsel into, into DJT. Hmm. Uh, that's true. Well, you've got the, the, the new Congress has to take over. The new Congress has to take over in January in order for that to actually become a thing. Then they would have to defund him from there. Here's the thing, folks. Here's the thing. Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, these losers, they're, they all they, I'll work with anybody who will work with me. I'll work with anybody who will work with me. I'll work with anybody who will work with me, says the chinless wonder. I'll work with anybody who will work with me. All of this is going to be to lead nowhere. It's going to lead to the same place that all these other investigations lead to, and that is absolutely nowhere, okay? Now, moving on. Uh, earlier this week, I think it was Monday, we talked about the Democrats and their plan <laughs> Thanks, Diva Queen. She says, Jeremy, you're killing me. Uh, that means I need some rumbles. Hey, if you're laughing, if you put a smile on your face during any of that monologue, please rumble this video. And by the way, let me just say this because I, 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 I didn't know I had to say this, but I do. You can only rumble once, okay? If you're rumbling multiple times, that means that you're actually taking away the rumbles. I don't know why they have it set like that, but you can actually click rumble, right? And then click it again. And it won't be there. Some uh, Joe Bo is saying 24,000. I'm not sure what you're talking about, buddy. 24,000. What is that? Hold on. I lost my bank card. Chandler had to report it lost and stolen. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what the 24,000 represents. But anyway, um, so yeah, we talked about the Democrats, how they want to uh, lower the voting age to 16. That's what they want. Can you imagine a 16-year-old voting? First of all, almost every 16-year-old would vote Democrat. Because the Democrats have a hold on preschool, they have a hold on kindergarten, they have a hold on, um, on middle school, they have a hold on or elementary school, they have a hold on middle school, and they have a whole hold on high school. Then they have a hold on you in college. So any 16-year-old out there has already been brainwashed into believing that Republicans bad, Democrats are good. Again, ladies and gentlemen, how many of you became Republican as you got older and your brain started functioning the way a human's brain is supposed to function? I don't know about you ladies out there, but for a man, our brains don't function properly until we're about 32. Jeremy, Trump found guilty on 14 accounts. So now what? 14 accounts of what? Trump found guilty on 14 accounts of what? What, Is that something that just popped up? Trump and Trump family 
have not been charged. It's the Trump organization that got charged with something. Yeah, not Trump, not Trump. I'm wondering what you're talking about. I'm just seeing this. Jeremy, beware of the Democrats' frauds in the chat trying to steal money from your slurp fund. I know that. We already know that. I wasn't a Republican until I was like 30. Well, there you go. There you go. 18 is too young. Never mind 16. I believe, I agree with that too. I agree with that too. I agree that you should not be able to vote in this country until you are 21. Nobody is a Republican when they're young because you're too brainwashed. You know what I mean? You're just entirely too brainwashed. So now I told you they were going to try to start going to, to 16 years old. Well, here it is, folks. Democrats have now, they're lowering the voting age to 16 in Democrat-run cities. And that's how it starts. That's how it starts. They do it small, and then they get bigger. They do it small, and then they get bigger. And then they say, look, we're doing it here. Look, we're doing it here, and it's working here. Pelosi once said, it's important to capture kids while they're still in high school. Well, of course she would say that. Of course that bag of bones would say that. Vodka-soaked teeth and all. The cities of Oakland, Berkeley, Tacoma Park, Hyattsville, Greenbelt, Riverdale Park, and Mount Rainer all allow 16- and 17-year-olds to vote in municipal elections. Boston, which is a major city, is now trying to do it as well. The city council just approved a petition allowing 16- and 17-year-olds to vote in municipal elections. And it is unknown if it will pass the Massachusetts legislation. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. I told you. They're going to do it little by little. They understand that this country and everything that you control is from the bottom up. That is why they don't want this grassroots grassroots movement. That is why they don't want the likes of you and me and the likes of Scott Pressler out there uh, signing people up to vote. The Democrat-led movement to lower the age uh, to 16, the legal voting age to 16, or in some cases even younger, is gaining momentum nationwide, scoring local victories while winning the support of lawmakers and activists on the political left. The campaign's latest win came in Boston, where the city council today um, approved a petition allowing 16- and 17-year-olds to vote in municipal elections. The petition will now be sent to the Massachusetts legislature. Excuse me, it wasn't today. I believe it was last Wednesday. Legislature for approval, which isn't guaranteed. Several other towns and cities in Massachusetts have voted for similar proposals, which then failed to pass the state house. In 2019, Nancy Stretchface Armstrong Pelosi said that she supported the voting age being lowered. When asked by a reporter, she said, I myself have always been for lowering the voting age to 16. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Thursday said she's always been for lowering the age and she stands by that. I myself personally, not speaking for my caucus, it's hammer time. (laughs) I myself has always been for lowering the age of 16. I think it's really important to capture kids when they're in school, when they're interested in all of this, and when they're learning about government. It's not that they're interested in all of this. It's that when they're 16, they're easily manipulated. Duh. That's why you're teaching them to protest. That's why you're teaching them to be racist. That's why you're teaching them to be not the gender they were born as. That's why you're teaching them, uh, teaching them to be uh, sexually attracted to the same sex. That's why you're teaching them all of this intolerance, right? It's not because they're interested in government because they're learning about it. That's why you hold mock elections in school. So you can make them feel, give them the, 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 the feeling that, um, of what it feels like to be engaged in the process. Mock elections. So they are working on this across the country, Democratic cities all over the country. Now, speaking of losers, let's continue to talk about Stacey Abrams. Because Stacey Abrams, who apparently can do no wrong when it comes to Democrats' opinion, right? But yet fails every election she has ever uh, been a part of. And now is lobbying for a job at the Federal Elections Commission's. It just came out, the FEC, it just came out that Stacey Abrams' nonprofit is in gross, I love the way they use the word gross because that means it's pretty bad, is in gross violation of many state laws, says an attorney, and says she could face thousands in fines. Thousands in fines. The only nonprofit, the only real nonprofit that surrounds Stacey Abrams 
is that of the store that allows her to eat at the all-you-can-eat buffet. An investigation by the Washington Free Beacon found that Stacey Abrams' new Georgia project is getting donations without a license in at least nine states. This could open them up to criminal inquiries. The penalties could range from $25 to $25,000. If she continues, it could land her in jail where she would be the boss on her tier. The New Georgia Project raised $25 million in 2020. Attorney Paul Keminar said that the nonprofit is in gross violation of many state laws by soliciting contributions from the public while their registration as a charity has lapsed. Dun, da, da. He said he plans on filing a formal complaint with state um, enforcement agencies demanding an investigation. And this was reported by the Washington Free Beacon. The group's license is expired in Tennessee, Mississippi, North Carolina, Colorado, North Dakota, Maine, Oklahoma, Maryland, and California. The New Georgia Project did not give a response to the Washington Free Beacon. Will there be any kind of accountability for 500 cent? I don't know. And for those who out there who don't know what I'm referring to when I say 500 cent, I call her 50 cent because she looks like him with the gaps and the teeth, and except she looks like she ate 50 cent, so she'd be 500 cent. Cindy says, I'm done with all the nonsense. (laughs) I agree. I agree. I'm done with all the nonsense. Somebody said she should take the long walk off the short plank. The plank would break before she got halfway out of it. Uh, Onto it. (laughs) Unbelievable. 16-year-olds have fake IDs for alcohol, and we want these kids to vote honestly. Amen. Amen. Speaking of Georgia, ladies and gentlemen, while I put the Rumble chat up so you guys can see uh, um, on Roku and Fire Stick exactly what's going on over here and you're missing all the fun, Georgia, 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 get out and vote. If you've not voted and you are in Georgia right now, what are you doing listening to me? Stop listening to me or download the app and listen to me on your way to vote. Go vote for Herschel Walker. Go vote for Herschel Walker. As a matter of fact, I got a, um, a text message earlier from my beautiful friend Melanie Collier in Georgia, who has been working very closely with the uh, Herschel Walker team. And I'm going to play right now, while the chat is up, I'm going to play this um, special message that we got from Herschel Walker today to share to all of you guys. Hopefully you can hear this. I'll uh, turn the mic up so you can hear it. Hi, this is Herschel Walker. Hey, I want to tell everyone, all the volunteers, let's fight to the end. We got a few more hours to go. So if we can continue to make phone calls and get people out to the polls, let's get them out to vote. Hey, I want to say I love you guys. Thanks for all you're doing. Let's win this election for the next generation. God bless. And that was a message from Herschel Walker, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, from down in Georgia today. He said he's still got a few hours left. Get out there. Get out to the polls. Vote, 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 ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we've got to vote like our life is, uh, depends on it down there in Georgia. Because in the Senate, yes, they need 60 votes for major, major deals. But when it comes to a lot of things, they just need a simple majority. And when it comes to needing a simple majority uh, to get a lot of things, we've got to have this vote. All right. Very important that we have this vote. Uh, Jeremy, I was just saying the IRS coming to my hurt. So I guess I got to go to jail because I got hurt in 2018. I got my SSI, but didn't know I had to pay tax. And now they want $23,000. That said. Well, there they go, ladies and gentlemen, those 87,000 IRS agents, Um, scumbags, scumbags. Joe, let us know how that works out, okay? Uh, Let's go, Herschel. Get out there and vote, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, If you need my volume turned up in any way, let me know. Uh, Messing with the volume over here with these, these little technical issues we have. But before we go to the next segment, let's go right now and let's give some love to one of our favorite sponsors, CB Distillery. Do you know how many uh, people we have... Uh, opened their eyes and their ears to the truth around CBD. Do you know how many people, before we started um, being sponsored by this product, do you know how many people out there thought that CBD was this terrible, bad thing? And now so many LFA family members have talked to their doctors or talked to their friends about it, and they've ordered some for themselves. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, talk about a big difference from taking CBD for certain problems rather than pharmaceutical crap 
that make that has uh, side effects and it doesn't really work that well anyway and that you build up an immunity for. So any kind of relax or relief, any kind of sleep synergy, any kind of um, uh, uh, focus problems, recovery problems, if you have arthritis, if your pet has arthritis, there's a thousand different products that CBD offers. Ladies and gentlemen, go to cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com, use the promo code LFA, awesome stocking stuffers, I'm going to tell you that right now. Awesome stocking stuffer. So if you have anybody in your family who's having any kind of uh, pain or any kind of problem sleeping and they don't want to take anything, be, you know, like pharmaceutical companies and they don't want, then go to cbdistillery.com this Christmas. Use the promo code LFA. Tell them we sent you. And um, look at that. Wayne said, I ordered my sleep gummies yesterday. You are going to sleep like a baby. Everyone is hurting financially. I'm praying against this and will be prosperous in the name of Jesus. Amen. What a great prayer. What an amazing, great prayer. Ladies and gentlemen, we almost have 4,000 people watching right now. We have 1,070 rumbles. Our goal in the next 23 minutes is to get another 900 rumbles. All that is is a like on the video. Remember, you can't do it more than once. If that little thing isn't lit, uh, lit, uh, lit up, then that means you have not liked it yet, okay? Let's move on. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, who, by the way, looks like Jack the Skeleton from A Nightmare Before Christmas. Has anybody ever seen this guy? Has anybody ever seen Jake Sullivan? I think we got a picture of this guy. <laughs> I think we do. There it is right there. This guy. Oh, my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. He's scary. Uh, this is Jack Sullivan, ladies and gentlemen. This is National Security Advisor Jack Sullivan looking like... Um, well, Jake Sullivan, excuse me, I called him Jack because of Nightmare Before Christmas. Jake Sullivan, looking like Jack from Nightmare Before Christmas. Anyway, this loser is a national security advisor to uh, illegitimate resident Joseph Robinette Biden. By the way, he's a huge Russiagate conspirator, can still believe that Donald J. Trump is now a legitimate president, which would make him an election denier. Well, this loser traveled to Brazil on Monday, December 5th, for meetings with senior representatives of the Brazilian government and members of the incoming administration of president-elect communist corrupt Luis Lula da Silva. Sullivan was accompanied by senior officials from the National Security Council and the State Department. During the meeting, Jack from the nightmare before Christmas, Jack, <laughs> Jack the Beanstalk Sullivan, um, extended an invitation. Get this. Here's the crazy part, folks. He extended Jake Skellington, says American Patriot. <laughs> Put the picture back up. Jake Skellington, ladies and gentlemen, look at him. <laughs> what a perfect name, Jack Skellington. Anyway, that's, I, I, we, have, we have a little fun here, okay? Well, you're a Christian. You shouldn't make fun of people. All right. Anyway. This is the worst part about his trip to Brazil. He actually invited this convicted criminal communist election thief scumbag, Lula da Silva, to the United States, to our White House, to Washington, D.C., to We the People's House, where Joe Biden doesn't even literally stay there. He's got a stage house down the road, stays in Delaware most of the time. Meanwhile, we've got Jake Skellington here inviting this loser to our White House. Now, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? Lula da Silva just stole the election in the same exact fashion as Joe Biden stole the election in 2020. They used literally the same tactics. Protect democracy, protect democracy. And Jack Ske or Jake Skellington invites him to our White House. To, to, uh, to, to extend, uh, what, a welcome by the United States for stealing the election down in Brazil? They're doing this everywhere. Look how long, look how, I should say, look how short-lived the last prime minister was in the UK. The minute that she was elected, or the minute that she took power, and she said, I am not going with the, the New World's Order financial plans. We are going to become fiscally conservative here in the UK. She's gone a week later. 
You see what they're doing? They're installing all over the world the people that they want. And they are legitimizing these people by inviting them to our White House. We have a person who stole our White House inviting a peop- a- another leader who stole his country's election. And they're all uh, living together, hanging out together, playing together, laughing at us from our White House. My question is, I wonder how long we're going to take this for. Again, Trump has been eerily quiet. A lot of people said he's not been quiet on True Social. I'll agree. He is talking on True Social, but I'm talking eerily quiet for Trump. That kind of eerily quiet. While all of this stuff is coming out, while all these big influencers like Joe Rogan and like Elon Musk and others are, uh, are, are literally saying the same thing we've been saying for two years, finally, better late than never, Trump is somewhat eerily quiet. I think that's good for us. Meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, here back in our country that was also stolen, our country, we are in such a recession right now that nobody wants to admit, I don't know, we've been talking about it here on Live from America forever. That's why, that's why we, we push Gold Co. so much. That is why we're pushing Gold Co. so much for people to, to put their, their nest eggs and their retirements in. It's because of this right here. We're in a recession and the Dow Jones just plummeted a thousand points amid fears of a long-lasting recession. Go back last week. All we got to do is go back last week to right here on Live from America. And what did we talk about? We talked about a long-lasting recession, a long, long long-lasting recession because of Democrat control and a recession that could turn into a depression and would have turned into a depression if the government did not interfere and allowed the free markets and allowed capitalism and allowed the uh, the private sector to work the way it's supposed to work uh, with the train, the train, uh, train industry. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Long story short, teetering on the, on the, uh, the brink of depression is not fun. And the Dow Jones plunged 1,000 points early week trading over recession fears that we're going to have an extended period of this recession. The Dow dropped just under 34.5 on Friday and just under 33.5 by Tuesday afternoon, failing to levels it had not seen since early November. Falling, excuse me. Failing, falling. What's the difference? What's the difference? Look at that. Er, um, e. Erickson Cook said, finalized my gold code today. Good for you. See that? You see how great that was? And now you don't have to fear your money, your nest egg, your, your retirement falling out and going to Ukraine. Amazing. The plunge comes amid ongoing layoffs in, a major, in the major sectors of the economy, including finance, media, and tech. Meta last month announced the laying off of around 11,000 employees, and then Amazon followed that right up with 20,000, remember? Firings were also reported on the line at Morgan Stanley, Pepsi, and while media outlets like CNN and others have recently announced significant downsizing. Guess who isn't, ladies and gentlemen? Guess who isn't feeling the effects of this bad economy? I mean, we are, but conservative media alternative media, whatever you want to call it, we're on the rise. Even though we're hanging on by the skin, by the, by the, the skin of, our, of our, our hides, even though we have to bring in some sponsors to help, we're still on the rise. Guess who's not on the rise? Guess who's not? Left-wing media. Why? Because they lie. That's why. People are, people are clinging to the truth. And the first to feel these effects are the companies that I just spoke of. Why? Because they went woke. And when you go woke, you go broke, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and share. Let's show the, uh, let's show the Rumble chat here real quick. There we go. The Rumble chat is up, ladies and gentlemen. Sean says, I wish I had the money to get gold, but since Biden took over my, uh, over my money, is gone and just stay afloat. This sucks. Silver is best. Oh, who said that? Hold on. Let's go back. Silver is best. Where did I see that? Golds can still be manipulated. I'm on a low budget, but what did you say? I'm on a low budget. I thought you said that. Sorry, Larry. I'm not sure what you meant there. Um, which CBD gummies are best for sleeping all night? Well, I guess that depends. Um, some are just for winding down, but if you want the, the sleep concentrate gummies, just go for those. Um, 1180 rumbles, says the LFA producer. I love when Jeremy pokes fun. He rocks. Well, thanks you, thank you, Bonnie. Uh, rumble, rumble, rumble. Suzanne says, I'm sure feeling it. We are the news now, says Patriot Donnie. I love Patriot Donnie. Uh, want, uh, throw, show some, uh, some love for Patriot Donnie, ladies and gentlemen. He is one of our amazing family members who's been here for so long. Show some love for him. Melissa Steffi as well. Since Biden took over, all my money is gone too, says Melissa. 
California took my 401k plan back in 2013. I'm not crying about it. God have me now, says Amanda Collins. My 401k has taken a big hit, said Sandy. Well, of course, of course, this is what happens under Democrat rule. Nothing in the economy is good when Democrats are in charge, period. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is, folks. All right, before we move and switch gears, because the next few stories are going to take quite a while, I do want to uh, show another great holiday present, ladies and gentlemen, for Patriots, for Patriots. I want to show you, this is the big one right here that they want you to, to buy, obviously, but I want to show you these things. Check these out. These things right here, these little Patriot power cells, these things are awesome. I have two of these. These things are absolutely awesome. You can literally just sit this on your windowsill. It charges, and you can charge your phone. You can charge your laptop. You can charge your iPad, and you're not going to plug in anything to do it. That's what's great about having these things, folks. Having these solar-powered things, it actually does reduce your electric bill if you use them properly because you're literally just taking the, the, the sun's power and you're using them. We have this one here. This is the little Patriot Power Sidekick. This is the one I want. Maybe someday somebody will get it for me for Christmas. If you go to fourpatriots.com slash LFA, you go right to, a, um, right to a, a screen that takes $500 off this bad boy. And if you use the promo code LFA anywhere else on the site, you get 10% off. Great Christmas gifts. All right? All right, let's move on. We've talked about a lot about Governor Greg Abbott lately. Governor Greg Abbott has really been doing a lot of good things. And we've always got to give credit where credit is due. Okay, we know that Governor Greg Abbott is not a perfect governor. We know that Governor Greg Abbott takes money from people we would not like to see him take from. Nobody is perfect. Not even Ron DeSantis, America's governor, is perfect. When they do good things, we have to call it out. Declaring the border uh, an invasion in Texas, which is almost 13, a little over 1,300 miles of the border, that was a good thing. That was a great thing. Um, demanding that the next session that the Texas legislation takes up, that they put in a COVID, ma- a COVID mandate ban uh, statewide, state law, that is a good thing. And here's another good thing, ladies and gentlemen. You guys have all heard about the botched elections that happened in Texas during the midterms. Well, uh, I think your prayers have been answered in Texas because your Secretary of State has just resigned over it, ladies and gentlemen. Your Texas... Uh, Secretary of State has just resigned and Governor Greg Abbott swiftly names a replacement and, and um, not not a Secretary of State. Yes, Texas Secretary of State. That's what that was his role. Sorry. Texas Secretary of State John Scott has announced his resignation after uh, what he called a successful 2022 general election, which followed a rocky primary in which counties threw out nearly 23,000 mail-in ballots as a result of voters struggling to navigate the new mail-in voting requirements. Quote, with a successful 2022 general election in the rearview mirror, I write to inform you that I intend to return to my private law practice at the beginning of the new year, Scott said Monday, making his resignation effective on December 31st of this year. Republicans passed a sweeping new voting law just weeks before Scott's October 2021 appointment. Scott faced immediate scrutiny for having been briefly part of former President Trump's legal team that challenged the results of the 2020 election. However, after he became Secretary of State in Texas, all of a sudden you started seeing botched elections in county after county. And since then, there was an investigation opened up by the order of Governor Abbott, I will say. And then today, ladies and gentlemen, today he has announced I'm resigning. Good riddance to bad rubbish, ladies and gentlemen. This is a good thing. We should celebrate our wins. This is a win. Anytime that somebody oversees a botched election, you know, like Katie Hobbs, we should always make sure that we celebrate. So let's go ahead and cue that music. I'm moving to Texas. Arizona is bull S now, says Tammy. Wow. Mean uh, D Honey says, all my exes live in Texas. Run them all out of office, says E. Erickson. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. If you have not done so yet, please rumble this video. Are we on the front page at all, Eli? That would be nice. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as we continue to hold people accountable, like that loser, we've got to make sure that we do this state by state by state. You might not hear about it in the news. That doesn't mean it's not happening. 
bad actors are getting um, basically removed from their positions, voted out, fired, resigning all over the country. Why? Because they know that they are criminals and that they and they know what is coming. They do, especially now that we have the House of Representatives. But the rising crime from state to state to state is getting so out of control that people are starting to take matters in their own hands and they're not relying on local law enforcement because in many cases, if you're in a city like Philadelphia or you're in a city like Chicago or you're in a city like uh, New York City, you've got a Democrat mayor, partially mentally handicapped like Eric Adams is in New York, speaking with an eighth grade education. So what they do is they do not rely on law enforcement anymore to protect them because law enforcement is not allowed to protect them because they have to work with both hands behind, tied behind their back. So ladies and gentlemen, what they're doing in North Philly right now is awesome. I think this is awesome. Let's go to this video. Uh, let's see if I can get a good version of it here. It's such a weird shaped video. It's hard to put it on a screen and have it right. But anyway, it, we'll put it in there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to play this video for you. And I want you to tell me if you would feel threatened by seeing this at a gas station and what you might think of it. Play the video. Gentlemen, that's a North Philly gas station owner who said he's had enough of the rising violent crime because of Democrat policy. And he's hired these private security guards, his private security firm, to protect his store and his customers because of all the crap that's been going on. The question is, would you feel comfortable or would you not feel comfortable? If you pulled up to that gas station, would you actually pull in? Would you get gas? I am in support of this. I am in support of this. I would also be in support of a sign that let people, you know, passerbyers uh, know that we have armed security because of rising Democrat crime. Now, it's not good that they has to do this. This sucks. This absolutely sucks. But this is what you live with when you live under Democrat rule. This sucks. However, I'm in support of this. Because the cops can't do their job and store owners are getting broke into every day. Their lives are being threatened every day. So I am in support of this, yes. However, if I saw that, I probably would not pull into that gas station. I'm just going to be honest. If I saw five or six guys armed with, with um, uh, ARs or whatever, I would not pull into that gas station unless I saw the sign that said these are good guys with guns as a private security uh, warning all losers. Then yes, 100%. So I am in support of this, but I think that everybody in the world that doesn't know what's going on would not would be scared to go in there. I got to be honest. It is dangerous to see that stuff. It's, I'm not saying it looks dangerous. It's not dangerous. It looks dangerous. You don't know what's going on. So I, I definitely think that store owner would def, uh, put, a sto- uh, put a big sign up. And then guess what? I would pull in there in a second. I'd pull in there in a second then. I'd love to be around those people. So... Somebody's going to say, who, what do you mean those people? You watch, I'll get an email that says that. What do you mean those people? Uh, Speaking of crime, ladies and gentlemen, I've been trying to do this story for the last two shows now. We may just make a phone call. We may just make a phone call. I don't know. Maybe we'll save that for tomorrow. I've been trying to do this story for two shows now, and I'm finally going to get to it. A Richmond restaurant denied a pro-life, pro-family group dinner service over Christian values. This story ticked me off so bad when I read it two days ago now. And I, like I said, I've been trying to get it out for the last couple shows. About an hour and a half before the event, the owners called to cancel the reservation. An employee had looked up this organization that had the reservation and their wait staff literally refused to serve them if they came in. The intolerant left mob is now coming for Christians everywhere, not only in our churches, but also in our faith, uh, in our businesses, 
and forcing Christians to do things that go against their religion. And now they're doing it in restaurants, ladies and gentlemen. This is their new target. The Family Foundation of Virginia is the largest and oldest pro-family advocacy organization in Virginia. Their team and supporters were denied a meal for their beliefs when Metzger's Bar and Butchery in Richmond, Virginia refused to serve our pre-reserved event, they said, leaving us scrambling just moments before. Now, I have taken the liberty of pulling up their Yelp. And the funny thing about it is, as soon as I went there, I want you to notice right here what it says at the bottom. This business is being monitored by Yelp's support team for content related to media reports. So that means that they are getting Yelp's help, that if you write a review, because I tried to, if you write a review, it is going to be uh, evaluated first. It's going to be looked over and reviewed first before Yelp allows the review. This is big tech helping companies avoid bad reviews, which I thought Yelp was supposed to be about. Free voices talking about their reviews. That's why, like on Facebook and stuff, I remember when I was back on Facebook, you weren't allowed to to do anything with a review. If you have an app, you're not allowed to do anything with that review. Unless, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to go against Trump supporters or Christians. So here we go. Metzger, Bar, and Butchery, ladies and gentlemen. They are currently closed right now. And I want you guys to tomorrow, we're going to call these guys. They're at 801 North 23rd Street in Richmond, Virginia. Okay? And um, we're going to call them. We're going to call them because Yelp will not let us make a review. So we're going to hopefully, we're going to call them tomorrow. Let's make a note. If, you, if I forget, you guys remind me tomorrow. But you guys have your own phones. You guys can do this as well. Metzger, Bar, and Butchery. I don't think they're currently closed, are they? They can't be. No, they're not. Open 5 p.m. to 88 p.m. So they're open right now. But I've got three minutes left, and I've got a lot to do uh, for the sh- story. So, uh, But ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Metzger, Bar, and Butchery. You know what to do. We have a saying here on Live from America. When it's time to call somebody, we just want to light them up. Unless you're wearing a cross or something that has God related, how would they know if you're a Christian? Because of their group. It is an organization. It's a 501c3 large organization that is pro-family, pro-Christian, pro-traditional family. And they looked this group up and they found out who they were. And now they refuse to serve them. They took away the reservation because of who they were. Think about that. Think about the state of affairs. Can you imagine if they did that to a Muslim family? Or, I mean, a Muslim foundation? Can you imagine if they did that to a Jewish foundation? Oh, anti-Semitic. But they're allowed to do it to a Christian. I would look up their Facebook page. I would look up everywhere. And I would go and I'd give all the reviews you could. Metzger, Bar and Butchery. All you have to do is screenshot this on your phone or go back to this point in this video, okay? Yelp. You've got to be kidding me. Yelp. I've been trying to do that story for two days. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get to the end of the show here. But before we do, we're going to go and we're going to give this this guy right here mini chainsaw. Everybody loves this mini chainsaw. Every single buddy that has bought this mini chainsaw loves it, ladies and gentlemen. And you can get a heck of a deal right now. All you have to do is go to um, TacRightLFATV.com. Again, that's TacRightLFATV.com. And for some reason, that doesn't work for some browsers. So if it doesn't work, go to TacRightMiniSaw. TacRightMiniSaw, T-A-C-R-I-G-H-T, Minisaw.com. You can get your tiny little handheld battery pack chainsaw. I mean, how cool is that? And when when they say senior, senior friendly, it means it's very lightweight, very easy to use. You don't have to hire a chainsaw guy. You've got small brush around your house and you want to take care of it without the big lug of the chainsaw, without the gas pulling it, and you just want to pop a battery on, cut some light stuff up, then you can do this. A perfect gift for Christmas, a perfect gift for Father's Day as well, and you can get a lot of them because they're cheap. Who doesn't want a, a, uh, an assault chainsaw in their truck? <laughs> Look at that. Larry says, I have two of those bad boys. That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. On today's show, we're going to run over about five minutes, so just stay with me, folks. Don't go anywhere yet, and do not forget to rumble this video. On today's show, we talked about John Bolton, the loser that John Bolton is. The warmongering John Bolton, disgraced warmonger, says that he might run 
against President Donald J. Trump saying that he is unacceptable as a Republican nominee. He is unacceptable as a Republican nominee. So let's go ahead and play this video for you right now. Uh, let's see. That it right there? <laughs> this guy is such a joke. John Bolton is such a joke. He, he needs to stay relevant so badly. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. John Bolton. News there. You are essentially telling us that you would consider getting into the 2024 race. Absolutely. I, I, think, I think to be a presidential candidate, you can't simply say, I support the Constitution. You have to say, I would oppose people who would undercut it. You know, we used to have a thing in the House of Representatives called the House Un-American Affairs Committee. I think when you challenge the Constitution itself the way Trump has done, that is un-American. Let's stay here for a moment. Just walk me through your thinking. What does your timeline look like? What would cause you to cross into saying what you're saying now and actually being a declared candidate for president? Look, all of the potential candidates know what Trump has said. This is no secret to anybody. I don't see why they aren't saying it right now. I, I think... The, the voters, the Republican voters, people who choose the Republican nominee, nearly 95% disagree that Donald Trump is more important than the Constitution. I'm afraid there are some who would stick with Trump on this. What does a candidate have to lose by appealing to 95% of the base of the Republican Party? I actually think most Republican elected officials in Washington disagree with Trump mm -hmm. on this, but they're intimidated. This is the time where there's strength in numbers. The more and people who tell the truth, <laughs> the easier it is for everybody. Intimidated. Look at this. Hey, John Bolton, I must ask you a question. How do you think you're going to hold up to Trump on a debate stage? Trump is going to chew you up and eat you for breakfast. Okay? That mustache is not going to help you. Is that going to be your running mate? Huh? I must ask you, how are you going to hold up against Donald J. Trump? Is anybody else, hey, is anybody else extremely excited for this, um... Republican primary. I mean, 2016 was great. 2016 was great. We got to watch Trump literally dismantle the GOP establishment, but they didn't know who he was then. Now they're all going to be against him even more than they were in 2016. Can you imagine how great watching Donald Trump handle John Bolton, handle Mike Pence, handle anybody else who decides, Mike Pompeo, or anybody else decides to run for president? Can you imagine how great that's going to be to watch Trump just trounce these guys like they're absolute nobodies and that they're the losers that they actually portray themselves as every day? It's going to be beautiful. And I, for one, cannot wait. And now, the moment of the show you've all been waiting for, the one that makes you smile as you're left for the rest of your evening. Now, I do want to say this, folks. Viewer discretion advised. Not because there's anything gross or weird, because there's a couple swear words from some idiot leftists. Myself and Ben Berkwin, we have spent many, many, many hours. I would say this. Many days. We've spent many, many, many days out on the road together. Many weeks. Probably many months. We have stood side by side with Ant fighting Antifa. We've stood side by side fighting BLM. We've been down on, um, you know, uh, Fifth Avenue singing Build the Wall while we're protected by cops, while everybody wanted to kill us, okay? We've been everywhere. Ben Burke was more than myself. But now that, uh, now that uh, the 2024 presidential season is coming up, we're going to be back out on the road again, ladies and gentlemen, quite a bit, actually, at events and stuff like that, fighting the left, okay? Ben and I are going to uh, hook back up, but uh, the, the reason why I'm saying all that is because this. The last time Ben was in New Hampshire for the last election, things were heating up big time. And Ben being Ben was so incredible. I, I, ben is so funny to me. Like the way he talks with people and the way he handles people is very different than the way I would. So Ben posted this little gem on his Instagram page today. If you did not see it, you're going to love it. This was the last time Ben was in New Hampshire. Again, viewer discretion advised if you got any kids watching, okay? Here we go. Back through some of my old videos. And I found these gems. I don't know if they've ever been played anywhere. I think you guys are gonna love them, but this is just a reminder of the lunacy that we are up against. Check it out. Ma'am, can I ask you why you're so angry? Because <laughs> you guys hate gay people. Who? He passed a law yesterday that says if I go in that restaurant, they cannot serve me if they Who? don't want to, because I'm gay. Who did that? The president did. He wrote a bill saying if I'm gay, and you go into a restaurant, they have a right to 
not serve you. Well, I agree. That's America. Hang on, hang on. That's America. Hang on, but I do agree. Like, so if I'm a cake maker yeah. and somebody comes in and says they want me to make a gay cake for them and I'm Christian and I don't support homosexuality, I shouldn't have to make the gay You're cake. You're not a Christian if you hate. And you I hate don't. gay No, 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 people. you love them. No, no, Jesus no, no. Loves them. I no, just don't yeah, but you sin. hate what I do. Well, the sin of homosexuality. I've been mad for 23 fucking years. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, the Bible says there is. Well, you know what? The Bible was written by man, and man's a little prejudiced if you don't know what I mean. Right, but God... Men write what they want to write. But, but God is Shame on you, buddy. God bless Shame you. On God bless you. you. I hope you find God bless song. you. <laughs> I love when he so smiles. So you say you want to protect children. Moms uh, demand action. What about the ones you kill, Planned Parenthood's killed? The millions of babies that are killed by Planned Parenthood. How many have you adopted? So you're saying because because somebody doesn't want to have a child, so you'd rather murder the you'd rather murder the baby. How many have you adopted? Why wouldn't you adopt rather than murder the baby? If you want if you want those children saved. There is legal abortion in this country. Shouldn't be, but you're right. There is legal abortion. So to what age? This is beautiful. So we have moms demand action. Don't want guns. But Planned Parenthood, killing more babies every year than any other organization. Killing more children. One and a half million. One, I mean, it's just the hypocrisy is breathtaking. God bless you, man. You're in all of Trump's, you're in all his rallies in the background. Most of How much does he pay you? How much does he pay you? How much does he pay you? Is that joke done behind why is that? Why is that funny? Can black people can black people not think for themselves? Oh, they, they have to get paid. That's racist. That's racist. Rally. Right, so you're racist. You think that a black person can't afford to go to every single rally? No way. No way. Nice, just saying, nice try. Ah, oh, good times. Good times. And if you like the. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, that is my boy, Ben Berkwoman. Yes, somebody in the comment section said, I think there's a bromance there. I think there is, too. Just don't ever let me watch your cat. Because when you come home, you may not have a cat. You may not have a cat. I lost Ben's cat. Let's just say, I lost Ben's cat, okay? Is that what you want to hear me say? I lost his cat, okay? Are you happy? <laughs> no, I did. I lost his cat. And now he's got a new cat, and its nickname is Jeremy. <laughs> Hey, I got to give myself the Dumb Dumb Award. I got to give myself the Dumb Dumb Award for losing Ben's cat. That was absolutely my fault, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't mean to lose his cat. I didn't know his cat would just run away. I didn't know. Anyway, I'm going to give myself the Dumb Dumb Award for losing Ben's cat. Let's go. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. We did it. We did it. Where's the... There it is. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to Jeremy Harrell for losing Ben's cat. <laughs> Tried to give him another cat. He already got another cat. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America today. Thank you very, very much. I will see you bright and early at 9 a.m. for the Rise Up podcast, in which it's not political at all. It's, it's, uh, it's faith-based. It is cultural and it is societal. And I have a great time doing that with you. So I will see you at 9 a.m. in the morning. Uh, remember, 9 a.m. in the morning. A little redundant there, right? Um, <laughs> ASAP as possible. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we have all these new items on JeremyHerald.com. Big Bang MAGA. We went from ultra to nuclear to Big Bang MAGA now, ladies and gentlemen. We've got the leather keychains. Uh, here for, for stocking stuffers. And we've got all these new items. We've got this beautiful uh, red and gold winter fleece blanket. We've got the Armor of God winter hats. we got it all. JeremyHerald.com. Sign up for the newsletter while you are there. Subscribe to us here on Rumble. And remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. You are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading the gospel. And I will see you in the morning at 9 a.m. for Rise Up. God bless you guys. Please go back and rumble all the other shows. I love you. Peace. Stop screaming that we first in America